0: Welcome to the Money Orchard Podcast. Investors have a problem. You don't want to lose money. You don't want to run out of money. You want your money to grow and you want a future free from financial worry. There are thousands of complex investments. Most of them fail. It's extremely difficult to know what will succeed. That's why Dennis turned financial language into a story that will change how you invest. You will see the financial world as clear as an in-focus photograph. It turns investment information into real financial knowledge that works.
1: Hello and welcome to The Money Orchard with Dennis Zataraka. Good afternoon, Dennis. How are you? I'm very good today. I am excited. I, I just, man, it's a good day. It's, have you had a good day so far? So far
2: and it's only noon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> see that's the first half that's an accompl- accomplishment right there all, all right. right what are we talking about today on the podcast
2: well that last last time we talked the, the podcast last time was we talked about our, how investment language is abstract yep and really kind of fuzzy and how the money orchard brings investment language ideas into a picture that's more in focus but today i want to talk about how investment decisions are made in isolation they become disjointed unconnected and even sometimes work against each other. Mm-hmm. And I've seen in most situations that's totally unconnected with your life. It's sort of it's a something over here, um, not necessarily helping your life where you want your life to be. So... I'm using the, the the money orchard as a as an organizing structure. It makes it easier to see how everything works together. Your job, your family, your investments. Uh, life is full of risk. Um, the sun doesn't always shine. You got to be prepared for those things. So the the, the goal is to have your portfolio, with an investment language, but where we're using is the money orchard mm-hmm. is just your money making money to equal. When you're working, and when you're working, you're exchanging your time for money, and at some point you want your money-making money to equal the same amount of you your work. That's when you're financially self-reliant. Makes sense to me. So let me ask you this question. Sure. Why do you grow an apple tree? Uh, I I grow
1: for the apples. <laughs> really? I love apples. I'm from Washington State, man. I mean, okay, all right, you
2: know. Well, it, and it seems like an obvious question, but if you're from Washington State, you've seen apple trees and you've been in an orchard. Oh yeah, they're not the prettiest tree in the world. They can be a little gnarly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they're kind of. They, I don't know. I even say they're kind of ugly. So, but <laughs> oh, it's, it's for on. the apples. Now yeah. I'm gonna make a shift for you. It's like, why do you work? Uh, oh well, yeah, to make money. It's for the income, the money. Yes. Yep. Now we're saying this way for for apples, and sometimes I mean, I have people say, well, I, I like my work. And i said well that's true but you could do it for free as a volunteer it's about the apples
1: <laughs> yeah I could, I could do this for free but you're right i, I do
2: also enjoy getting paid <laughs> yeah now and you could do it as a volunteer because it's you know you like doing it and it's you know it helps people and, yeah, mm-hmm. but it's about it's about the money yeah now the next question is why do you invest and this this seems so obvious like now that we're talking about you know you know why do you work Why do you grow an apple tree but why do you invest is like, it's not to get a bunch of more investments. It's about the income.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: F- future potential is kind of what I think about, right? Yeah, uh, it's I, it, yes, the future. I mean, I wanna yep. I mean, I, I live good now. I wanna live good in the future. Mm-hmm. And, and and sometimes I don't have a choice as the company say, sorry, you're retired. I don't wanna, to re- well, too bad, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're retired and and so sometimes people for health reasons can't work and so it's you you want to be working towards the future of having this orchard where you're and I would even say this so that you have time freedom to you know to work if you want where you want and with whoever you want that's kind of what I think is a good definition of retirement and yeah. if you have a job where you can work when you want if you want with whoever you want that's kind of being a very good idea of retirement because I'm free mm mm-hmm. mhm
1: yeah. It, it reminds me of my aunt. Uh, I have an aunt in Minnesota for years. She worked with this organization and they had a, um, it was a charitable organization and part of their organization was a, a small thrift store and she actually helped develop it and start it and, and get it up and running. And After she retired, she chose to volunteer at that same store uh, that she she didn't work in the store before. She worked in administration, but she chose to volunteer there three days a week just because she loved the organization still and she could afford, right, to not have to work. So she was able to do kind of be a still part of that organization, but volunteer like you were talking about earlier um, and just enjoy her time and and be able to give back to the community. So that's a beautiful thing when you can do that later.
2: Yeah, yeah. Now let's—I know—dig in, you know, dig a little bit deeper and explain the parts of the orchard uh, because we're talking this picture. Okay. Um, And so one of the things that that I would say, if anybody wants a picture of the orchard, they can email me and I will send them a copy of the orchard and they can kind of fill in their own, you know, sort of fill in what their orchard looks like and gives a little work worksheet. Okay. But over in the money orchard, we have three kinds of trees representing protection, loaning, and owning. Mm-hmm. And they re- represent the three financial industries, banking, insurance, and investments. And that's the only three places that you can store your money. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you need all of these. But the problem is they don't automatically balance each other in the right proportions so yeah. that you're meeting your goals. So one is you want to protect the trees. You want to create an income that's predictable and safe. And you want to grow your money. Mm-hmm. So in the orchard, the, the, you know, there's there's the three trees, there's the sun, and there's a cloud, and there's a sinkhole, and then over there in the you know there's the work tree over there in the family. Now the three trees we've already, we spent a lot of time on the, what the three trees are, so we don't have to do that. But this, there's the sun, you know, the sun shines, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the sun doesn't always shine. So there's a big dark cloud with the lightning come out of there because life is full of risk. There there's risks, there's you know there's dangers and. And, and I think a lot of times we, ign- I don't know if I want to say we ignore it, but we don't pay as much attention to the things that could happen down the road. And and I, I, I what I tell people is we actually know everything that could happen to you. We just don't know what's going to happen to you. So yeah. we want to be prepared for the dangers. And then there's the sinkhole. And this, this is one where I start describing this, people get kind of a, Funny look on their face, and it's like, oh crap! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you're right. Is the sinkhole is debt, and that's, that's where oh, there's yeah, a car yeah. loan, house loan, mm-hmm. you know, student loan debt, which is can which can be a huge hole that's hard to get out of, yeah, uh, credit card debt, and so on, and. And then over there on the other side is the work tree. That's you working, you know, your job, your work for money. And then there's your family. You're basically the reason why I'm working and why I need money because I love my family. So, again, if, if, if somebody wants an, an actual picture of the orchard, I can, I can easily send them one and fill them out. So, let me tell you a story why, why I like to have people have the actual orchard. Okay. One of my customers was a retired nurse from the hospital in Elgin, Illinois. And I helped her with her retirement and rolling over her pension plan and all that, and, you know, that stuff that you have to do for that. And I remember, she, you know, as she left, you know, in, in the as beneficiary, she left her little granddaughter, you know, little Lori and her her brother. And so this is several years. I mean, this is probably like 12, 13 years later. She said, "Hey, my granddaughter just retired from vet school, and um, <clears throat> she she has some money. Would you be willing to help her a little bit?" And so I said, "Sure, I'd do that." And so. I met with her, and, and here's the funny thing: is when she walked in, I remember little Lori. I mean, what she talked about. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing her from you know, like 12 years ago when she's nine years old. Yeah, yeah. And she walks in a grown woman, graduated from vet school, a veterinarian. Mm. That's a shocker. And what she wanted help with is she had actually, which is very smart on her part. She actually, while she was in vet school. Uh, bought a bought a house and I think it was actually a trailer but she owned some kind of where she lived she owned it mm-hmm. and then when she graduated obviously she didn't need any anymore she she sold it and had let's say I'm gonna pull a number out of the air but I think it was around sixty thousand mm-hmm. dollars but she also had about a hundred thousand dollar student loan yet Ouch. and so she wanted to know if she should take the money and pay off the loan or, or do something else so we sat down and I talked to her like you know well with your with your you know with your you know you know your job you want to start a practice or whatever you might need money to, to do that so maybe you want to hang on to the cash so you want to keep the flexibility because once you pay the loan off you you know you can't do that mm-hmm. I said but the the loan is so low in, in price and, and we can actually if you invest it and we could do this safely without taking risk we can get three times the amount of money that that loan is costing you and so maybe what you do is just take the interest from the loan i mean from the from the investment and use that to make your loan payments and then you still have a little bit of money left over now and so but wh- and i'm explaining it to her in orchard language so i'm saying you got this tree and, re- and rather than take this tree and cut it down and pay off the loan or put it back in the you know to get rid of the sinkhole mm-hmm. maybe just take some of the apples and you know shrink that sinkhole down but now you got this money working over somewhere else and what struck me was, while I'm talking, I'm seeing her write a, draw an orchard on a piece of paper, and that's when, at that point, I was just using like stick figures because I'm not a good artist. <laughs> but but when I saw her actually drawing the orchard out and putting her stuff in, I realized this really communicates to people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and so and then now, the side we talked about the the other tree is the family now. Let me go back to the orchard and talk about the three kinds of trees. You can loan your money, you can own something, or you use it to protect. Here's the interesting thing, and when I teach a class, I talk about this: is do you realize that your sinkhole is somebody else's loan tree? Oh, and you should. I mean, honestly, (laughs) the looks on people's faces are. Yeah, I I never never really thought thought about it that way. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's (laughs) wow. But so now you understand why you get those credit card applications at least once a week oh yeah all, all the time all the time so that is where the orchard all of a sudden goes again that's how it begins to connect things together mm-hmm. so which side of that uh equation would you rather be on on the sea in the sinkhole or over having the loan tree
1: yeah when you when you were talking about the sinkhole i just again i'm i'm a huge fan of apples i love apples also i'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of having money but I, I just pictured me walking over with one of those big what is a bushel basket full of apples and just chucking it into the sinkhole and just how painful that would be even just real apples not even counting just throwing money, money in there <laughs> you know uh so that's a great visual
2: yeah and then huh. what, then what I tell people is he says, like, you know, we want to make good investments and, 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 you know, we, you know, there's ways to do that. We can do that. But here's the thing that I can show you mathematically, you will put enough money down the sinkhole in your lifetime. You could have had at least one orchard and then sometimes two. Mm. And I can prove that mathematically. And there's no, I mean, there's no arguing with the numbers in the math. Um, you know, so the, the sinkhole, it's almost, it's, it's really more like the black hole yeah no kidding now the other thing that goes down the sinkhole is taxes mm-hmm. and i'm going to use it myself in examples like boy i thought i was a financial planner <laughs> <laughs> so i sold my house in illinois two years ago when i moved to arizona mm-hmm. now one of the reasons i did that is I, I love the weather but the main reason i moved was the taxes i was paying fourteen thousand dollars a year in property taxes oh geez Wow, fourteen thousand a year. Fourteen thousand. So here in Arizona, the same size house exactly is about fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred, not fifteen thousand. Fifteen hundred. Let's call it about a tenth. A tenth. Wow. So all of a sudden, I'm going. Boy, am I an idiot? I mean, now I I mean I liked where I lived. My kids were there. We had you know had the dog, the house, and it was a great place. You know. but I've calculated this out as I could have done my job anywhere in the country. So I calculated over 32 years. I figured out that I paid $280,000 in property taxes Wow! for, for what now I'm a good enough financial person that I know if that had been invested, even if I did a terrible investment, would have grown to be at least a million and probably closer to two. And that's not doing any, you know, buy an Apple computer or anything that like went through the sky. This is just a normal cranking out six, seven, eight percent. So and now here's okay. Let me take the orchard step one step further. That would have been a very good orchard. Let's say it was only a million. The cost to me of that two hundred eighty thousand is that million dollars. If I'd been know taken that money and grown to the million, that would be an income for me right now. About seventy-two thousand dollars a year guaranteed for the rest of my life. Wow. Ouch. That was an expensive house.
1: Yeah, no kidding. And and I know Illinois, it's very similar to Nebraska. All that taxes and they still have crazy potholes and terrible streets. So <laughs> What what do they do with all that money? Okay. That, that's another podcast, right? <laughs> I, so, I don't don't even want to get into
2: the politicians. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah. We don't want to, we don't want to get too depressed. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Here's part of what I'd say in terms of, let's go kind of get off of that and get in investing about the owning part. Mm-hmm. Here's the major problem with investing in the, and I'm going to put it in the owning part, but it's also really in the, in the loaning and protection as well. Most of our investment comes from the marketing department of these financial service organizations. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, when you th- think of it in that way, it's like, wait a minute. I mean, isn't there all kinds of academic research that shows you how to invest well? Well, there is, but that's not what the, you know, what they're selling. Well, let's kind of get into their business. Back when I started stock, I was you know, called a stockbroker. Well, stockbrokers hated insurance and we hated banks. Now, the banks hated stockbrokers and insurance. Hmm. And the insurance companies hated stockbrokers and banks. <laughs> they all hated each other. Why? Because if that guy got the money, I didn't. Yeah, competition. But here, now, fast forward to now, now they sell each other's products. If You can buy mutual funds, you can buy annuities at the bank. Stockbrokers can sell life insurance, and they can sell annuities. And insurance companies have, you know, stocks, and you know, they have investment firms too. So it's all now. All of a sudden, everybody that used to hate this stuff sells it. Mm. Now the here's now I'm going to take one step further in terms of why is this important? Because many times people's attitudes about whether it's banks, insurance, or investments comes from this old model where they, they were in competition with each other. So some of our knowledge is like I don't like this because I heard this from the bank first. So uh, that's maybe getting a little bit too deep into that but the, the main thing is is in the olden days um, we got a lot of our financial information from the other you know the marketing department of whatever company that, that was. Now, some of our information now comes from, and, here, and here's an interesting study. People were asked, where do you get your investment information? The three top ones were Dave Ramsey, Susie Orman, and, and, uh, who's the, and, and uh, Kramer. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Basically, TV guys. Now, here's yes. a, what what's the TV really doing? They're trying to get you to listen. So, why? So they can sell ads. Absolutely. Now, what's interesting is all three of those guys are considered financial experts, except for they don't agree with either anybody. They, I mean, they all disagree with each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's how it works, right? But if you're a Service Susie Orman follower. Don't criticize them because she'll get, they'll get mad at you. If you're a, if you're a Kramer follower, you know, I don't want to say groupie, but if you're a Kramer <laughs> follower, is they're you know they're dedicated to that whole thing, and the same thing with Dave Ramsey.
1: Yeah.
2: And um, back way back when there used to be A. L. Williams, and my friend was actually you know interested. I mean, he actually invested as the A. L. Williams thing, and I tried to explain to him what the guy was doing. It's like, "That's not right." I mean, if Essentially this, if he's gonna sell you term insurance, couldn't he at least sell you cheaper term insurance than what this is? I could not convince him. Hmm. He was paying for the more expensive one. So the oh. other thing is look at I'm like, go one, let's go my real real modern in the last like three weeks. You now have stock trades for zero, no cost to do a trade. Gotcha, like like the uh the self-trading sites? whether Schwab, TD Ameritrade. Uh, okay. e trade, Fidelity, they all have gone to, I don't know who did it first, but they all had to follow. Free, mm-hmm. the trade's free. Now it used to be Schwab used to advertise five dollars and they had that poor guy poor guy sit in the car, you know. <laughs> so it used to be five dollars, four ninety five, let's say dollars ninety five. Well it used to be once ten or four then fourteen. At one point it was twenty nine dollars for the for the ticket and then a penny per share for what you sold jeez now the here's the again getting the information from the marketing department i've been going to specifically why this assumes that trading is a good investment plan this hmm. assumes that you should be training yeah now um when i when i first started this, this is actually one of the more older guys basically it just kind of took me aside and said dennis you got two choices You can be in the entertainment business or you can be in the investment business, but you can't be in both. So a lot of the trading and the options trading and the day trading and all that kind of stuff, listen, it's fun. I've done it. I do it. It's fun. But it's not investing. Yeah. And so one of the things that I really try to do with people say, look, I have no problem with day trading, investing, taking a shot, whatever. But take a certain amount of money, and this is my trading capital. This is my, you know, my entertainment dollars, if you will. Yes, exactly. And here's my investment, long-term investment dollars. And keep them separate. They're two different strategies.
1: No, absolutely. And, and I, on a, on a very personal note, Dennis, um, my parents uh, had taken some advice from a family member, uh, which is, that's, you know, red flag number one, Right. Uh, and this family member had uh, some great information and they had made an investment and my parents followed suit because this family member was very successful in business uh, for many, many years. And they end up, ended up losing somewhere between a hundred and two hundred thousand and $200,000, which was a large chunk of their retirement at that time. This is many, many, many years ago, 20 years ago by now, but um, they had tried, you know, doing their own trading and their own investing. And, and, uh, it, again, it wasn't play money or it wasn't uh fun money or expendable money. If you will, like you were talking about, that was a large chunk of the retirement that they were going to be using. So that, that was painful to, to say the least because they lost a ton. So what's your advice, I guess, when you're talking, people have their accounts, what, percentage of the money that they've saved should they use if they're very if they're really really interested in doing some trading um, to keep themselves safe because you've got your long-term stuff what would you say is a good percentage to to take and,
2: and give that a shot? It 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 really depends on the person. I mean, for for one guy, five thousand dollars, and you lose five thousand dollars—that's all the money in the world. I can't take that kind of heat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, another guy, it could be twenty-five thousand. Another guy could be fifty. So I can't exactly give you a number on that. Um, I would say to do that is start small, mm-hmm. and if it's working, then you can add a little bit to it. But the danger is, is you then all of a sudden it's working, and you go crazy, and all of a sudden you yeah get it. yeah too much in there that's like a slot machine right i mean that's that, that
1: that can very much be equated to gambling in a way if you if you find success and you think you can stretch it a little bit more i would say if you find success the money that you make that's the money that you use to continue
2: um Here, not, let not me anything look, else I, okay i can add something to that yeah the kind of personality will let that will let you take that kind of risk with your money will keep you doing it until you lose it yeah true now this is, I mean, I, and I'm going to say this again because it's that important. The kind of personality that will let you take that kind of risk will keep you doing it until you lose it. Mm-hmm. So you, and now, you know we're going to pick this up. I'm I'm going to do. Let's maybe, let's do this. Maybe the next one is how our brains or us we fool ourselves. All right. Yeah. We do. But let me go back to. Let me go back to the answer of what I it. And this is what I tell people: It's like, look, and that's whether it's you or whether it's me or anybody. If you can't make your money grow with 20 or 30 percent of your money, why do you think you can do with all of it? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Hmm. It's like, yeah. I, I, and matter of fact, if I only take 20 percent of your money, I can be more aggressive with the 20 percent than I would be if you gave me 60 percent. Because mm-hmm. as long as you got 80, 70, 80% of your money really safe, really bulletproof safety netted, I, you know, we've locked in your, in, we, really if I can lock in your income that we're going to make sure you have a good income, it allows us to be a little bit more targeted in terms and concentrated in what we try to go for, for growth. Yeah. Yeah. And so again, I'm going say it, to say it this way, because this is important with things. You know, I hope people just kind of remember this all the time. If you can't make your money grow with 20% of your money, why do you think you can do with all of it?
1: Yeah, that's, that's food for thought. Um, Dennis, we're, we're running low on time. I, I will tell you, just to piggyback on the story I told earlier about my parents, my parents had given uh, my wife and I a gift and also did the same for my sister and bought us $2,000 worth of shares of that company that they were told to invest in. And when everything happened, when the, I don't want to call it a crash or whatever happened with the company, I just wasn't really paying attention. I was in my early 20s and didn't really think about the stocks. But by the time I heard from my parents that it was not good and they had taken a hit and so on and so forth, that 2000 dollars was down to about $110. Bucks. And I thought, well, you know, now there's there's really nothing, you know, there's hardly anything left in there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find a penny stock or something. And maybe I'll find a penny stock that just absolutely does well. It's amazing. So I did research for about two or three days. And I, I made a trade because it was in one of those self trading type of companies. And I, at that time, it cost me $7 to do the trade. I remember that. Uh, I think it was Scott Trade. I don't even think yep. they still yep. exist. Hey, you know,
2: great, listen, great company.
1: Yeah. Now, I'm, now I'm merged with TDM Air Trade. Okay, so they merged. I, I didn't think they were in existence anymore. So the. So I took it and I bought a penny stock and it went down to $18 from 110 to $18 in a few months or whatever it was. That was my lesson learned. And that $18 is still in Washington state someplace. I think it's an unclaimed property or something. I'm almost embarrassed to show up to get it, (laughs) but yeah, I won't be doing any trading anymore. I'll be relying on my advisor to tell me uh, how my accounts are doing
2: so. This this is a great well, podcast, and and next week we're going to really, we're really going to pick this up in terms of that because it's it's how your brain's fool fool us. Oh yeah, and it's ba- and it's basically have a and I, I don't know how to describe it maybe a second opinion, an accountability, mm-hmm. some somebody, somebody that you know well enough and trust who can say, Eric. You're wrong. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And somebody should have. Somebody should have said that to my parents and to me. So, but, and then when, and then what happens, you you know, you, you'll go back and you kind of look and say, man, he's right. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Well, Dennis, I know that you are right
1: and I appreciate your time today. And uh, I'm looking forward to the next podcast when we talk about our brains. Okay, I'm really, uh, that, I th- that's going to be a fun one. It will. All right, thanks again. And thank you all for listening to the Money Orchard podcast with Dennis Zadaraka. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Dennis comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Thanks again for listening today. For everyone at the Money Orchard, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time.
0: The Money Orchard symbolizes the portfolio, which is your money making money. When income from the orchard is the same as the income from your job, you are financially self-reliant. You have income sustainability because of your Money Orchard. Thank you for listening to the Money Orchard podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. themoneyorchard.org